Good morning. Today is Sunday, April 11th, 2021. I will admit, I am tired of COVID. I'm tired of the restrictions and some of the rules do not make sense to me. And I'm tired of those who do not follow the rules, who won't get vaccinated, who are causing the transmission that is actually elongating this pandemic. Because remember, the virus can't transfer by itself. It has to be transmitted by our behavior. That's the only way it happens. At the same time, I am more certain than ever that the precautions in place are necessary and must be followed stringently in accordance with Jewish law, which requires it, and in accordance with Quebec law, which Jewish law also requires us to follow. Those who protest the infringement on their freedom are simply being selfish because your freedom can never allow you to put someone else at risk. And that is what you are doing if you are not wearing a mask around other people if you're not getting the vaccine when you qualify for it, and if you're not following the other guidelines. It's not what you're doing about yourself. It is the risk and the harm that you're causing to others. And your freedom does not give you the right to put at risk others. Those who protest the infringement on their religious practices due to the 8 p.m. curfew that starts tonight or the limited capacity for attendance in synagogue, they are seriously misguided about religious priorities. They are not recognizing the fundamental axiom of Jewish law, that protecting life and health takes precedence over any religious practice. But I certainly understand the frustration. And as I've said before, the key to managing it is the attitude that we have towards what we're going for. I would have loved to share this with you earlier, but I just read it yesterday. It relates to the Passover Seder. So I'm a few weeks late, late but at least I am on the last day of the month of Nisan. But the truth is, its message is even relevant today and as we go forward. And what I'd like to share with you is a beautiful, eloquent, and insightful essay written by Rabbi Ruven Bolka, beloved, dear, colleague of mine, mentor of mine, and respected by so many. It's a remarkable essay. He wrote it just before Pesach started, and it was to help us prepare for the Passover Seder this year.
And he writes as follows. Here we are, he was writing before Pesach, about to begin another Pesach Seder under curfew with rules of quarantine. Yes, it's true. The curfew is limited. It's only at night. We can go out during the day. But the truth is, the first Pesach Seder observed by the Jewish people in Egypt, there was also a curfew. The Torah says that God told the Jewish people they were not to leave their homes that night. Yes, it's true that was only one night. The next morning they left Egypt. But it's not clear what the reason was that God told them they were required to stay home and not go out that night. The Pusik seems to indicate it was in order to protect the Jewish people so that they would not somehow be engulfed in the plague that was taking place among the Egyptians that they would be protected by staying inside that night. And so they stayed inside that night. They had the first Pesach Seder. And then the next morning they left. But that answer is hard to understand. It certainly can't be the whole story because certainly if Hashem wanted to protect the Jewish people, he could have arranged it some other way than by requiring the Jewish people to stay inside that night. Rabbi Bulka has a different suggestion. And it's a brilliant suggestion with a very important insight for all of us. He suggests that the reason God required the Jewish people to stay inside that last night in Egypt during that first Pesach Seder was to protect the Jewish people not from the Egyptians, but from themselves. And he asks us to consider the mindset of the Jewish people that night. They are now going free. In the morning, they will no longer be slaves. That night, they must have felt tremendous anger, rage against the Egyptians for the hundreds of years of servitude and slavery and persecution and beatings and killings that had taken place. And when they finally had the freedom to act, there must have been a thought in their minds to take revenge on those people who had caused them so much terror, who had taken away their lives. Imagine what might have happened had the Jewish people that night been allowed to roam free throughout Egypt. It is quite likely that it would have unleashed their bottled up rage on those who had destroyed their lives. But God commands the Jewish people through Moshe, stay home. This night, stay inside your house. No revenge, no retribution, no letting the anger spill out, Shut the door to revenge. 
And when you shut the door to revenge and you remain inside, there is no choice but to turn inward and to contemplate what is changing. To contemplate how we had been slaves and now we are free to embrace a life of responsibility to God. And what will we do with that freedom? We will plan to race as quickly as possible to Mount Sinai to receive the Torah and God's commandments. This is a lesson in restraint and in rechanneling anger into something that is positive in order to march forward in order to prepare the seeds for the future. Obviously, the reason we were required to stay inside at the Pesach Seder this year was very different. There's no enemy out to get us. There's no threat directed to the Jewish people. But there was a challenge for us. How to celebrate Pesach in a meaningful manner. And I will add to this, today the challenge is how do we continue to live in a meaningful manner? At the Pesach Seder, aside from the usual retelling of the story, what hopefully took place in our homes this year was contemplating the lessons we have learned from this past year. Lessons about what is really important, what is truly meaningful, what is it that infuses our lives with purpose. We had a choice at the Pesach Seder. We could either focus on our frustration and anger at what has happened, or we can focus on what seeds are there tonight that will help us move forward. We have a choice today. Just as the Jews in Egypt had a choice at that first Seder night, Today, we can focus on our anger and frustration or we can focus on what we are accomplishing. We are observing God's highest mitzvah, to be exceedingly cautious concerning our health. When we do that, we too are planting the seeds for our own growth and learning how we will use our freedom wisely and responsibly going forward when we keep in mind that these actions which are so frustrating and we're tired of them, but they are actually the highest mitzvah we are called upon to observe now, and that observing them carefully is what will lead to the end of this? It's our choice what to focus on today. I urge you and I urge me. The message of our curfew should be the message of that curfew 
in Egypt, which was a clear lesson in what choice to make. It is not healthy to be angry over what has happened. It will not lead us anywhere except into further trouble. What is healthy is to think now about what the freedom will bring us if we act responsibly, if we are observing God's priorities of mitzvahs. Let's let that choice made by God for the Jewish people on that last night in Egypt inform our choice of how we proceed now and in the future. First of all, thank you very much, Rabbi Bulka. As always, a beautiful and relevant message. I wish all of you a very good day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.